Griner Auto Body of Washington, Iowa, using state-of-the-art techniques and decades of experience to get your car back on the road after an accident. And Car Doctor of Washington, Iowa. No matter who Frankensteined it, they can fix and clean and customize it. Present Round Guy Radio, Southeast Iowa Today. I'm John Bain, author of Christie's Journey, The Beat Goes On, and your host on today's episode. I'm visiting with Sandy Bacon, owner of Victorian View, a business in Washington, Iowa, that is a new event venue as well as a source of paranormal activity. Sandy, welcome to the program. Thank you. How are you? I am doing great. And yourself? I'm doing really well. Well, I want to thank you. I want to tell the listeners of Southeast Iowa today that you have given, give, already given me a tour of Victorian View here in Washington, Iowa. And I have to say the place is just spectacular. The woodwork is just beautiful. Oak. And it's just stained beautifully. Nothing's painted over and gotten rid of. I mean, we've got the wood grains and stuff. Um, tell the folks more about Victorian View, what your plan is, what they currently can experience here in Washington, Iowa, and just how it all kind of came about. So two years ago, we bought the house. Um, we actually bought the house sight unseen because we had put a bid in another on another house in Kelowna, and the owners were telling us they were going to hold the bid for five days and see if they got any higher bids. And so then my my oldest daughter saw this house online, and she said, take a look at this, and we looked at it, and so we put the bid in on it, and that's how we ended up here. Um, then about a year and a half in, my husband got a job in Waverly, and it's two hours away from Washington, and we did not, he did not want to commute that far. So then we decided, what are we going to do with this house if we wanted to keep it, which we decided to keep it. And so we actually moved to Cedar Rapids, and we kept this house, and we decided what were we going to do with it. So how it kind of came about is I actually have, which I didn't tell you earlier, I have 350 bridal gown that were all down in my basement. I pulled them out and I'm like, okay, if we're doing bridal gowns, maybe we need to do some type of like wedding venue. We have the gardens. It's gorgeous. It's three lots that are all put together. And so then it kind of just kept developing from there, and we just kept saying, okay, what else could we possibly host here? So, like, graduations, retirement parties, all that type of thing, Christmas parties. Um, then when we thought about that, we realized we have such a connection with, like, the foster care groups and foster care situation because we'd been foster parents for so long that we wanted to help the community a little bit in ways that we weren't possible to do before. So then I talked to my old boss at Four Oaks and I said, can we do a Christmas in July gala for FOST for getting FOST, getting money to help foster families and then we'll turning around and having a Christmas party in December with the funds that we got from the gala in July. And then also the other um, charity type event that we're planning is one dog days of summer and that's in August and it's for the local animal shelter because my one daughter works for the animal shelter here at Pause and More. 
And she goes to work for two hours a day and she does her very specific job and then she turns around and goes to the disability center because she's disabled. So Paws and Mars helped her so much that I wanted to do something in the community to help them because of all the work that they do with the animals plus all these disabled people that they have working for them. So that's kind of a couple of the different um, charity type events. But then we also are doing things like we're having a murder mystery dinner, theaters. We're doing um, a ghost hunt, which I think we'll probably talk about a little bit. So we have um, a public ghost hunt the last Saturday of the month, every month. So those are some of the different events that we're planning on. Well, it's pretty exciting. There's a lot going on, and it's all right here in Washington, Iowa. The address for Victorian View is 320 West 2nd Street, Washington, Iowa. And uh, do you mind if I give your phone number? It's uh, 319-800-8805. Now, the neat thing about a podcast, Sandy, is people are like, I didn't have my pencil ready. Well, they can back this up and play it again, and, and but we'll tell them again. So we're giving them plenty of warning. Grab your pen or pencil. We'll give the phone number a little later in this interview as well. Now, you mentioned that you're, you're, you and your husband are foster parents, and you've done that for quite some time. Let's share with our les- listeners how much time you have actually been um, involved with foster parenting. So we had started foster parenting in 1989, and we had two children at the time. And so that's when we got involved in it. We did it on and off for the next 34 years, no, 32 years. And we've had over 35 children, so between 35 and 40 children over the years. We ended up with four bio children, and then we ended up adopting four of the children that had been foster children in our home. So now we have eight kids. (laughs) All of them are adults. Their age, age range is... 36 to 20. So we have a 36 year old, 35, 33, 31, 22, 21, and two 20 year olds. Well, with eight kids and then you and your husband, I mean, if one of you plays, you've got enough for a baseball we team. Do. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Actually, we'd usually do something like that for like Christmas and Thanksgiving, more Thanksgiving. We'll play that kind of thing out on the yard with, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah we've done that. <laughs> that is awesome. Well, um, I, I admire your dedication and you've, you've obviously 30 some children all together. You've uh, made a difference in their life and I'm sure it's positive and it's not an easy thing to do. I've got a relative that was was foster parents, and I, I know firsthand, well, from their hands, not mine, but I saw the things they, they deal with, and it's not always easy. Yeah, that's yeah. very true. We've been through a lot over the years, but it's there's lots of ups for everything that goes on, so right. it's been a very good, very rewarding experience, yes. Well, I want to also share with the Southeast Iowa Today listeners, Sandy looks like a very happy person, so... <laughs> <laughs> that I'm sure uh, you know that everything is is going pretty well. So now um, this is also the Victorian view is also a bed and breakfast, correct? Correct. Uh, it's Airbnb. Oh, so Airbnb. I don't, I don't Sorry. Serve them breakfast. Okay. So I'm not going to get up and cook. <laughs> uh, I don't blame you. <laughs> yeah. So we have an Airbnb. Um, three of the rooms upstairs we use for our Airbnb. Um, we can sleep up to nine people, So, and then there's two be- bathrooms upstairs that are connected with those bedrooms, so they are able to use three bedrooms and two bathrooms upstairs, yep. 
And that phone number I gave is one way to get to yeah. make reservations. Yes. Is there yeah. other ways to do that? So technically, you can go on to the Airbnb and you'd be able to see, you know, the bedrooms and all that. Um, you can call us directly and book so you don't have to do their fees and stuff for Airbnb. So that's kind of a nice little perk if you call me direct instead of, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Well, you heard it here, folks. <laughs> yes. <laughs> now, uh, like, I, like I said earlier, I had a tour of this place, and it's just beautiful. We're, we're in great the great room right now, and uh, just, it's just really nice. And it would be a perfect venue for, I'd say, anything from families to corporate and anything in between. This, this could take care of it. Now, how many people it would be in, a, in an event, would it be comfortable still so for them? We can sit, seat 70 inside the house, and that's using this great room and then also what I'm calling the living room. I don't know what it really was called, but the living room area. But the biggest part is we have the, you have access to the outside grounds and the garage, which you didn't get to see the garage. The garage is actually amazing. It's got epoxied floors that have um, confetti in them. Oh, nice. And then there's oak cabinets at the end of the garage, and then we put in three chandeliers in the garage. So you're able to use that right now. Right now, technically, the gowns, the bridal gowns are out there, but they're being moved back into the house. So you'd be able to use that for, you know, like food or those type of things. But then... The other things of outside, the driveway is an epoxy, epoxy pressed concrete. The the gardens are just unbelievable. It just it's a very pretty setting. It, it, it truly is. It's a, it's beautiful, and uh, you know I I imagine there's going to be a lot of people that that use this place, and and uh, so like if they had something in the next month, they could book something today, right? Yes. Right. Actually, I have a few openings for the end of the month. Um, I'm kind of booked a lot through the middle of May for weekends, but like during the week, we're pretty open. Um, Middle of May on, I'm fairly open that different, yeah, you'd be able to get like graduations or retirement, those type of parties. Yes, definitely. Well, we are sitting in the Victorian view on Monday, March 20th in the afternoon. So that when you hear this, I'm going to be playing this and uploading it the week of March 27th. So this will still be very fresh when you folks hear this. So anyway, I feel like I'm kind of given somewhat of a scoop. I know you've had some local uh, clubs in here that have, have had tours and such, and, um, and uh, as far as civic-minded clubs. And then I, I also know that you've had some other clubs of sorts. And this stuff here, folks, is fascinating. Get ready. Uh, buckle your seat belts. Uh, pay attention. If you're dozing off, you might want to hit pause and, and just stay where you are and then hit play. So I've given you all those warnings. Tell me about some of these other groups that have been here. So when we moved in two years ago, my adult children, the ones that are the adopted ones, they kept telling me stuff was happening on the second floor. They would say, like, they could hear footsteps outside the door. They could hear somebody calling their name. They could hear or, or they could hear door slamming. My daughter said that she'd shut her door, and then it would open on its own even after it was latched and, latched, and then it would go ahead and shut again. So then Mike and I didn't really listen to them. I wasn't really believing them at the time. And so then my kids moved out and went and started living in apartments and stuff. 
and things kept happening. <laughs> so I would hear, and it's really hard to hear a lot of stuff when you're downstairs because these door, these walls are so thick, like we have pocket doors instead of, you know, regular plain old doors. They're pocket doors that slide. So the walls are really thick. The ceiling is really thick, but we still heard like door slamming upstairs. And with only myself in the house at the time and a door slamming and a lot of the windows don't open because they're 128 years old, it's like, okay, something's going on. So I kind of put that on a back burner. And then the thing that got me was one time I was sitting there and we had just got done cleaning the upstairs, the Airbnb area, and we turned off all the lights and my husband was getting ready to leave for the week because he was working in Waverly. And we got outside and all the lights were supposed to be off upstairs. We get outside and hear the bathroom lights still on. And I kind of thought, hmm, that's weird. We missed the bathroom light. So I went all the way back upstairs to turn the bathroom light, light off and here the light was already off again. So it's like, okay, that's interesting too. So then on Christmas Eve, we'd already moved out. We are living in Cedar Rapids now and on camera so we have three cameras on the outside of the house and on camera it's it's caught that there a light was turned on one of the porch lights was turned on at 7 a.m and then at 7 10 that porch light was turned back off and there was absolutely nobody in the house and later that day we had an airbnb guest come and check in and he said he saw and i had told the Airbnb guests nothing about the possibility of the place being haunted. And he came in and he sent me a message after they checked out and they weren't upset or anything. He said, do you know this place is haunted? <laughs> like, oh, by the way, do you know this yeah. place is haunted? And I'm like, okay, you know, what, what is your story? So he said, well, on Christmas Eve, this was after, after I had seen the light being turned on and off on the porch, he said he went into, he was at the top of the stairs and he saw a shadow figure go from the door to the bed. And then later in that same day, he saw a solid figure that was white, but it was thicker than a mist, heavier than a mist that was in that same area. And then his wife also saw, or actually heard the next day, she thought he was inside the house with her and she heard her name called. And it was a man's voice calling her name. And then her husband walked in from outside. So she realized that she had been alone in the house. And here she was hearing men's voices calling to her. Now, what do you think, listeners, when you hear these stories? Isn't that something? I, when she first told me about this, the, we did a little pre-interview to get to know each other before this. And she was telling me this. I was getting goosebumps. And we actually took a tour. We went all upstairs. And then she goes, do you want to see the attic? And I'm like, well, yeah, I, you know, I, I got to see the attic now. And then, of course, as we're going up the stairs, I'm saying, if there's any spirits that think they need to jump on with me, just stay where you're at. I don't need any of that. But we went up in this attic, and it's magnificent. There's so much potential to do more things with this house, with that attic. And there's beautiful windows up there. And uh, just, it's an incredible place. Now, tell me about some folks that you invited in to meet these Spirits. Spirits or dwellers or whatever they are. So I started inviting investigative teams, paranormal investigative teams, in uh, 
the end of January is when I've started inviting them. And so far we've had about five teams in. Now, where are these paranormal teams from? Most of them are from the Cedar Rapids area, a lot of northeast Iowa, that type of thing. I have a few more coming in from other areas. We are on in May, the middle of May, we're actually in the Global Ghost Hunt, and that team is coming from um, Minnesota. Wow. So, yeah. And a kind of interesting thing, at least three of the five teams so far, and I've not talked about what each of the other teams have said to me, but at least three of them have picked up on a man from the 1800s with the funky mustache and then a funny bow tie, some type of tie that's from that type of era. Three of them have picked up on the same man, and they've not talked, these teams have not talked to each other. They've not discussed and each one of them have come to me saying, yeah, there's a guy up there. That, <laughs> yeah. And then there's a couple, they usually pick up on two women that are up there too. But that's, they talk about, different teams have talked about different ones that are here in the in living here basically or not really living, whatever right. whatever you want to call it. Hanging out, hanging it's out. Hanging out, that's a good way to put it, yes. Now, uh, when was this home built? 1895. 1895. Yes. Wow. Wow. It's just amazing. It's incredible. And I hope when people uh, hear this, they they, um, check into this place um, for a lot of reasons. One, it's going to be a great place to have a family get together or a corporate get together. And uh, so we do are doing a public ghost investigation the last Saturday of every month. Um, There's tickets on our website. So if you want to if you're interested in trying to find out who who the extra people are that are still in this house, that would be a way to find that out and give us your website again it's victorianviewvenue.com okay victoriaviewvenue.com uh i think this is going to be i i I wish you a lot of success here this is really really something and uh this home i believe prior to you owning it uh the ivanoviches own this home and their family there Correct. They lived here for 50 years before we bought it from them. Yes. Yep. And did you, did they ever say that they might have noticed any visitors or anything? We never talked to them. So, and we, since we moved, we moved from Pella and we didn't have any connections to the community and we, we moved here during the middle of COVID. So I didn't really make a lot of connections in the community because it was pretty much shut down. Yeah. 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 So no, we haven't talked to them. Okay. Well, it's just incredible. Is there anything else that we should discuss or that you feel folks listening should learn about Victorian View in Washington, Iowa, located at 320 West 2nd Street, Washington, Iowa, and the phone number 319-800-89, or I'm sorry, 8805. Is there anything else that you'd like to share with them, Sandy? I just... Wanting to work with the community and wanting to be involved in the different stuff that's going on here because, like I said, with us having been involved in the foster care community and then with our my daughter and all that with WCDC, just there's so much potential here and so much that could be, you know, that we could have access to and have help people with. That's what is, and it's it's just a beautiful site so it's yeah 
Now, um, the business community is going to be welcoming your business to the community, the Washington Chamber of Commerce. You're going to have a ribbon cutting soon. What is the date of that? April 6th. And we're actually having an open house, too, at the same time. So we're we're having um, tours of the house. We're doing a few. So did we discuss that we have a bridal shop in here? No, I don't think we, we met. You mentioned the dresses, but we didn't talk about that. So there's more to talk about. So... With, I had an eBay business for 20 years, and so when the, when we decided to do this business, I my all my bridal gowns were down in the basement. I pulled them up, and we were putting them in the garage. And it's like, okay, the garage could be spent used so much better with different with the events of having access to a covered space and all that. So I'm like, okay, I'm just going to put the bridles back down in the basement. But we can do appointments where the ladies can try on their dresses up in the Airbnb room. So that's what we're. That's what I'm doing. Okay. Yep. That is cool. So, and they can probably see the dresses on the website as well. Yes, they're on the website. Yep. And once again, that website is Victorian view venue.com yes okay yep. i got that right you did Very all right good. well uh one more time anything else we should talk about not that i can think of no i think we got quite a bit of it all right <laughs> and uh what time is the open house and the ribbon cutting it's at 11 to 1 11 to 1 on 6. april 6 yep. all right folks you heard it here sandy bacon it's been such a wonderful pleasure for me to spend time with you and get to know you and learn more about Victorian View. Thank you for being on Southeast Iowa today. Today. Thank you so much. It was nice meeting you. My guest was Sandy Bacon, owner of the Victorian View, a new event venue in Washington, Iowa. And this episode of Southeast Iowa Today has been presented by Griner Auto Body of Washington, Iowa, using state-of-the-art techniques and decades of experience to get your car back on the road after an accident and Car Doctor of Washington, Iowa. No matter who Frankensteined it, they can fix and clean and customize it. I'm your host, John Bain, on behalf of Round Guy Radio. Stay friendly, Southeast Iowa.